0: what is up guys welcome back to creeps in the crypt as always i am eric and i am joined by the lovely ladies
1: christian and sam back from the dead sam is back
0: it was it was a sad week last week we had to fill
1: in for you that's okay i was death was coming for me last week i could tell
2: From the text messages, you were like, I'm going to, I'm going to die. I'm like,
1: I'm surprised that I could even make like comprehensible sentences.
0: You got
2: it. It was, it was short and sweet. I have a 24 hour bug. I'm very sick. I will not meet there this week.
0: My head is in a toilet.
1: Yeah. It was rough.
0: Yeah. I could tell. I could tell like just just by you describing and I was like mm, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, don't don't come over this week. We'll,
2: it we'll makes figure you it really out. better. The devil's dust is making me feel sick right now.
0: You you mean uh the the plant come?
2: Yes. It is making me very sick.
1: I do I not have, feel good. I have skipped that this year. But I puked my brains out for 16 and a half hours. So did I really escape being sick? No. Could you
2: imagine having like your allergies on top of having a 24 hour bag?
1: I would have just ended it there. I would have ju- <laughs> it would have just been that would have done me in. We I have could not.
2: Sam's like, I'm
0: hiring walking. for a new, uh, new creep to put in this crypt.
2: Uh, the crypt would feel very lonely.
1: Just leave my ginger creep up there. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it would, it would definitely be a memorial.
1: We'll just make it like
2: transparent and like ghosty. <laughs>
0: Jesus. Put a Christ. sheet
2: over it with a little glasses. <laughs> yes. And it's Thank Fedora. You. Thank you for staying on the same wavelength as oh my me. God. You're so welcome.
0: It's fucking funny. So, we're back this week with some true crime action. This one's pretty unique though because it's
1: it's a, obscure as fuck.
0: It's, it's an obscure case. We love this. Not a lot of. It's a listener request though.
1: Oh yeah. I'm. I'm here for it. Ew, that was... Put my skills to the test.
0: And it's basically in my home stomping grounds. Oh. Of West by God, Virginia. So...
2: Wild and wonderful.
0: Oh, this episode's definitely going to be wild and wonderful.
1: It is, it is.
0: There's... uh, a lot of murder that's getting ready to happen and nobody knows who it is. Dare I say this, this could be like on par with this case has the potential to be a black Dahlia type of thing. Mm. In fact, dare I say way more fucked up just from like what happens, but Sam, without further ado, let's get into the Mad Butcher of Fayette County.
1: The Mad Butcher is one of the most infamous unsolved murders in the state of West Virginia, and the man—I mean, it could be man, it could be woman—we don't, we don't know.
0: We—it's a cold case too, so it we're, is, scra- it we're it's scratching two inches, oh my. inches.
1: Was the, the killings was certainly. One of the most dangerous criminals in that the Mountain State had ever seen and has ever seen. It's, I don't know how this is so infamous and we've never heard of it. I've never heard of it.
0: It's definitely some West Virginia deep cut folklore type of shit.
1: I'm here for it.
0: Mostly when people think of West Virginia and Appalachia, they think of the cryptids. Yes. Very, very seldom is, like, a lot of the serious murder shit, like, does it blow up, you know? Yeah. It's always about Mothman and the white things and the devil monkeys and whatnot. I'd never heard of I devil really monkeys I really channeled either. fucking Cosby with that one. With the pudding and...
1: <laughs> From 1962 to 1964... <laughs> Residents of <laughs> Fayette County. <Is> it tapioca?
0: <laughs> no, it's chocolate, goddammit. With <laughs> hefnol in it.
1: And a little bit of spice.
0: Yeah, it's, it's got some additives.
1: Mm. Some additives.
0: Uh, don't worry if you get sleepy.
1: I'm sleepy.
2: I am sleepy.
0: Well, you know, it did take us an extra 30 minutes to start this fucking episode because the computer needed to update.
2: It took oh. an hour. Yeah.
1: Did it? It took an hour.
2: We sat here for an hour.
1: Damn.
2: And then you tried to blame Lou.
1: Who's an innocent, sleeping little angel baby over there. She's an intern. She's sleeping She on doesn't the get
2: paid for this.
0: She gets paid in freeze-dried shrimp. But anyway, <laughs> Sam, continue. <laughs> from 1962
1: to 1964, <gasps> the residents of Fayette County lived in a state of terror as seven hitchhikers had mysteriously disappeared from the streets. Most of these people were never seen again, and the few that were had been long since dead. It didn't take long for whisperings of a, quote, mad butcher to flow through the county. And soon everyone, even the FBI, was working to figure out who was responsible for this disturbing string of murders. There's little information available, and by little, oh, l- just a smidgen, I could use maybe like four sources Oh god.
2: Normally you have like
0: 10. That's the thing there's not a whole lot of info because it's not heavily even researched. This yeah. is going to be a deep cut. Like I, I hope you guys really enjoy this episode cuz we put a shit ton of work into it.
1: I yeah, there was a a web I I went on web sleuths.
0: Yeah. It's,
1: web sleuths.
0: Like I I covered most of the notes and then I was like Sam Please, if you can find anything else, please add it.
1: I went on web sleuths. That's how little information. Not not dogging web sleuths or anything, but it's seen better days. I'm just saying.
2: You're just finding quick bullet notes.
1: It lit- literally.
2: It's just speculation.
1: Literally. I didn't if like if it was just like one blurb on a random website, I didn't use it because I can't back it up. Yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. So just know due diligence was I mean, done.
0: Look, dude, I'll pull from sources. I'll pull from anything. That's a good source.
1: You and pull from Wikipedia.
0: I, I will. I'm I'm a whore. That's not a
1: good source. I refuse.
0: I don't. I'll pull from Wiki. I'll pull from wherever. No. Crypto Wiki, cryptid Wiki, whatever the fuck it is. Uh, anything I can I get can. info from. And there's not a whole lot on this, so that's where we're at. But the fact that seven hitchhikers were killed and nobody has any fucking clue who this guy is is insane. This
2: was this, like, what?
1: 62. Yeah, 62 to 64. Yeah, so, like, prom serial killer time. And hitchhiking time. Who was around during the 60s? Everyone. Yeah. I
2: was going to say, I feel like they had other pressing... Stuff to put their attention. I mean, you on. had
0: Rodney Alcala. Yeah. You had the Manson family in the late '60s. I mean, this was prom like nut job.
2: Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. I feel like they just kind of this got put to the wayside, and there's it's been so long. Whoa. There's not enough information to even pull from.
0: Part of the problem is the stigma around West Virginia in general. Like, people on the outside just look at West Virginia as, like, just a bunch of random fucking hillbillies and shit, and nobody cares.
1: Cousin fuckers. Uh,
0: yeah, there's some <laughs> of that up there, too. The Whitaker family and whatnot. Hills have eyes. Uh, that's wrong. You're thinking wrong turn. That one. Yeah. I mean, there is that up there. The Whitakers in odd West Virginia are...
1: I don't even know d- who they are.
0: Oh, shit.
2: you never seen the Whitakers?
0: dude. I'll inter- I'll introduce them to you.
2: They like as hell.
0: So my hometown is Beckley, West Virginia. And anybody who's anybody knows about the Whitaker family. Do
2: you know about the whites? The wonderful whites of West Virginia.
0: They're from a different part of the state, but
2: <laughs> go watch the documentary of the wonderful whites of West Virginia.
0: Well, I mean the best one was the original one that showed on like public access TV. Yeah. Where it's like Jesco, he was the stump dancer. He had tap dance on stumps and shit. And uh, he had huffed gasoline. And he thought he had an alter ego that thought he was Elvis. Um this
2: is the best thing ever. He, Why are you looking at me like that?
0: So he did this interview. I got to find this shit.
2: We're straying.
0: Yeah. I mean, hey. I, hold on. I want to sidebar this. So, like Jesco has multiple personalities, and one of them thinks she's Elvis because this is just too fucking funny to not discuss. So, he's for any cute. of our listeners that want to learn more about the crazy hillbillies of West Virginia, I'm going to pull up some Jesco White real quick.
2: No. She's not doing a good job of it. She's so cute. She
0: does security and intern work <laughs> yes. now. Yes. All right. Security. So anyway, that's what we're dealing with a lot in uh West by God Virginia is a good amount of that. So but anyway, let's get back into the the story here. Sorry for the sidebar.
1: We're gonna go into possible victims and then and the figure out if they're actually all victims of the Mad Butcher.
0: Well, they're definitely victims because they're, they're all dead. Well,
1: a bit, but at the hand of the Mad Butcher.
0: That's fair. I mean, it could always be a copycat. You never know.
1: Or, I mean, the it's 60s were riddled with hitchhiking and murders and people going missing very all the time. It was
0: very transient time in the United States. It is. States.
1: So we're going to start in February of 1962. A man named Bob Mac Agee went missing. He was attending an electrical school in Chicago, but he'd come home to visit his mom, who was in a nursing home. There's some speculation that Bob was hitchhiking back to Kingston, which is in Fayette County. And as of today, it's unincorporated, but I'm not sure if it... Was that way back then?
0: I doubt it was.
1: I just know it's unincorporated now. Fair enough. Uh, After visiting his mom... So he's on his hitchhiking back from Kingston... Or back to Kingston... After visiting his mom in the nursing home. But he never made it back to Kingston. His friends there just thought that he left without saying goodbye. And...
0: The old Irish goodbye.
1: Yeah, I mean... I am a big fan of the Irish Goodbye. I'm a huge
0: it's a fan classic. Of it. I love it. It's a, it's a great way to just get up and leave and not have to deal with anything.
1: But he also never made it back to Chicago either.
2: Mm. Yeah, that's
1: fish. Nobody, no nothing. Sus. He's just into, in, into the wind. And that's all about Bob that we know. Okay. That's it.
0: He just vanished. They never found a corpse.
1: Never. Huh. Um we're moving on to July 1962. So that, that's a pretty hefty cooldown period.
0: Yeah. But isn't like the first kill always the longest cooldown period?
1: First cut is the deepest. Because then it's like, oh man, I'm
0: itching to fucking hack up a dude.
1: Alright, Dahmer.
0: Wink wink nudge nudge. Stab stab. <laughs>
1: 76 year old Ernest Esker, he goes by Stick Gwynn. I'm
0: assuming he was skinny.
1: Possibly. I saw very grainy photos. So,
0: cameras weren't great back then.
1: So he goes missing July 3rd, 1962. So we are what, like six months? Something like that. Five months? Five months of a cool down period. It's said that he was last seen at a diner called Four Minute Lunch in Oak Hill, but he was also spotted at the Veterans Foreign Wars Club. I'm not sure at what point. The
0: VFW.
1: Yeah. Either way, he was last seen with three younger men that night. What's interesting is that Ernest had recently cashed his pension check. But a year later, on a oh, little under a year later, on May 28, 1963, a skull was found with a bullet hole in it. It's believed that it belongs to Ernest. The skull was located near his landlord's diner, which just so happened to be Four Minute Lunch.
0: No shit.
1: Um, I believe it was Ernest's son who, or, yeah, his two sons or something like that later confirmed that that, quote, looked like his dad, their dad's earnest skull, like the face shape or whatever. What the and fuck? And, like, the teeth. I don't know. So they
0: reconstruct the skull. Yeah, I guess they had to have. With some side, wax work.
1: Side note, that's one of the most fascinating things in on the planet to me. Like when they recon like take a skull like bone like the show Bones and they take the little markers and.
0: Uh, you want to know something really cool? My so when my dad was uh, going through mortician school, they make morticians do a wax head of themselves, right? Like mm-hmm. a portrait.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I have that head that my dad did in cool. mortuary science school. Like he was in mortuary college.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I have the head. Cool. R.I.P. Dad.
2: Yeah, cool, he was cool. like, "We're gonna put it upstairs in the podcast room."
1: I'm down with that. Yep.
2: His mom said no. Oh. Mama
0: well, said- no, she didn't want me to make it a Halloween decoration, which I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that.
1: <sighs> no, it's a permanent
2: decoration. Yeah, it's it's like a, a. We don't have Halloween decorations.
0: Yeah, we have year-round decorations.
2: He
1: says home decor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything is home decor. Yep,
2: mm-hmm. I agree.
0: So there you go.
1: A few months after Ernest goes missing on October 20th, 1962. So we are, it's a shorter, it's a Oral. three month, yeah, three month cool down period. So we're escalating.
0: He, well, he went missing in what, July? July
1: 1962. And we are in October of 1962. So, that'd so be we three are, months. Yeah, a little over three months. Yep. Cool down period. 33 year old Sammy Smith goes missing. Also, after leaving 4-Minute Lunch, it's reported that he was heading towards his parents' home in Scarborough. There's another report saying that he was last seen at Top Hat Drive-In. Doing what? I don't know. Walking, I guess. I don't know.
0: Maybe he was with the Lady of the Night. I don't know. I- Top Hat Drive-In.
1: mm. On December 19th, 1962, so this is just almost two months to the day. Yeah. Later. 19-year-old Mike Rogers goes missing. Mike had some kind of uh, mental disability. I don't know what it was. It just... He
0: was a little slow.
1: Yeah. It's just reported that he... Had some kind of mental disability. Supposedly, he would like
0: walk around with the radio all over town and like a handheld little radio, uh huh, and just play that all the time. And
1: I mean, it's kind of no different these days, but we just have AirPods.
0: Yeah, he would like be blasting whatever he was listening to. I don't, I don't know whatever they were listening to back then.
1: I don't know. I feel that. I, I walk. I mean. I have a podcast in my AirPods and walk around. There you go. So I feel that. he Mike was living with a foster family at the time of his disappearance. He was last seen by a friend um, of Mike's riding in the passenger seat of a black station wagon with Ohio plates. But when Mike sees, so Mike sees his friend. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're both in cars or what, but Mike sees his friend. And he gets out of the this this black station wagon and runs up to him and tells him that the friend has to get Mike out of there. Like, you gotta get me out of here, man. But the friend told Mike that he was, quote, busy running errands and Mike was never seen again. What a bad friend.
0: Yeah. Like, dude, help me. No, nah, man, I can't. I got. I got so much to do.
1: I gotta go to the post office. It's like fuck,
0: man. I don't want to help. Shit, this me and
2: Eric run fucking errands together.
1: I for that's like a love language, man. Like I love that shit. I'm a passenger princess.
2: Oh, so you're Eric.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm 100. I, am 100% I feel passenger. attacked.
2: You are the passenger princess.
1: Truth hurts sometimes.
0: You know what? I need constant air circulation. I'm sorry.
2: He freezes
1: me out in the car. It's
2: unfortunate. Sorry. Anyway, I mean, I love take. how
0: she's like trying to equate that to basically assault at this point.
2: It is assault. You're assaulting my temperature. I also feel that. I'm not okay with it.
1: <laughs> Sometime later in Chimney Corner, on Golly Mountain, a boy stumbled across a severed arm on a hillside. When police arrived on scene, they found a trail of body parts strewn about the hillside along with a Navy duffel bag, like the branch of military Navy. Yeah. Not the color. I mean, maybe it was the color. I don't know. Um, With the name J.L. Howard stenciled onto it. But it was filled with organs and Mike Rogers' head. Oh, shit. And a 22 caliber bullet casing. So the source material said bullet, but I I, I don't know.
0: It's shell casing.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm assuming the bullets that's what they not, meant.
0: The bullet's not in there.
1: Right. Um, he'd been shot execution style, and there were signs that he was hung from his neck while he was being dismembered. His body was in a total of 13 pieces.
0: And I want to say I remember reading... That he was shot before the uh, vivisection started. Yeah. yeah. Like, before the fucking butchering began.
1: Yeah, he was dead before the dismemberment. The liver and kidney that were found in the duffel bag had what seemed to be chew marks on them. Try it out?
0: Uh,
1: It didn't say if it was human or animal. Just gonna throw that out mm-hmm. there.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna say It it's didn't specify.
1: A I mean, I'm sure it probably is. Police were able to Which
0: this guy's up in the ante. Like, if he's chewing on organs and shit.
1: And escalating.
0: Exactly. It, at a
1: rapid rate.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is what a third body? Fourth body? Yeah. And he's already at this level.
1: Mm-hmm. He uh, went from nobody to just the skull and now dismembering. I
0: mean, he might have... I mean,
1: he's probably dismembering them the whole time. We just don't know it, but like yeah, from what we destroying can see... The body.
0: He's probably throwing the fucking body... Well, he probably threw the first body in the New River. Realistically.
1: We'll never know.
0: Well, we won't. This guy's probably long dead, but...
1: Oh, for sure. So police were able to track down the owner of the Navy duffel bag to a man who lived in Michigan who worked for the Greyhound bus uh, company. Yeah. But he claimed that he'd lost the bag on a bus between Michigan and South Carolina back in 1959. It did stop in West Virginia, but he couldn't confirm that if that was the place that he had lost it. Because he didn't realize until he got to South Carolina
0: that his bag was that gone. his bag
1: was gone. He was going to Beaufort, South Carolina.
0: Who was it? Who was the guy that stole the bag? The guy from Biden's cabinet that keeps stealing people's luggage from the airport? <laughs> like for fuck's sake!
1: Police. Uh, it it was very murky. Not really murky. It gave no explanation. Um, all all of a sudden, police find a bloody axe knife and hacksaw in the man who owned the duffel bag who lost it who worked for the greyhound bus um they found all that in this man's car
0: oh that's a red flag
1: um i don't know how they found it because i couldn't find it i have no fucking clue i don't know if they were just like peeked in and was like oh hey look at that what you got in there buddy could be.
0: i mean they could have colomboed this shit maybe or they're like, maybe we can, you know, can we take a look around? Sure. I got nothing to hide.
1: Yeah. um, But he insisted that he wasn't in West Virginia at any point in time during these murders. Uh, and that his tools. I was just
0: killing a hooker
1: on in the red light district. No, he claims that the tools were for butchering animals. He was never named a person of interest or anything more after this interaction but what i find interesting and they the source material i was able to find and read went from zero to hundred real fucking quick with this next sentence and i was like whoa whoa what the fuck um what's interesting is that the man who's who belongs to the duffel bag mm-hmm. uh Later, killed himself after turning himself in because he stated he quote didn't want to hurt anyone. I don't know what he turned himself in for. I, didn't, I don't know. I got nothing. But that's what the source material said right after. He was never named a person of interest. Never, never brought on charges. Oh, um, then when he turned himself in, self in for fucking what? I feel like there's mis- There's information missing here. I would.
0: Maybe he, I don't know, man. I, I really have no idea.
1: Because if the murder stopped at that point, I'd be like, okay, well, maybe that kind was of him. Well, a
0: red flag at that. Like, if the murder stopped right after this dude offed himself, but if this dude's never in West Virginia right, and has an alibi, then he's probably like, he probably thought he was going to do it, but who knows?
1: But wait, there's more. Oh, shit. So we have a seven-month cooldown period from the December 19th disappearance and murder. Uh, so yeah, after Mike Rogers, we have seven months, over seven months. So we're, we're on July 27th, 1963. 40-year-old Lou... Louis Bennett went missing. He was also seen at four minute lunch. It would take more than a year for his body to be found along railroad tracks near Minden. But what's different about Lou is that the investigators believe that his body was blown up by dynamite police thought that suicide was an option, but that apparently was shut down by a family member, but he did have, um, history of depression.
0: Well, being blown up by dynamite is a rough way to fucking go.
1: Yeah. They, you can't, but really- the
0: MO has changed. He's not getting execution style shot in the back of the head. I would say this could be like a copycat. It's not the same MO.
1: But he was seen at last. Last seen at four minute lunch.
0: Yeah, which I have a theory. I. I mean, I'm sure me and you are on the same page with this
1: for sure. And then another six month. No less than cool down period where in November 22nd of 1963 Mm -hmm. 33 year old Shirley Jean Arthur went missing after leaving his girlfriend's house in Raleigh County after practicing for an upcoming gospel concert dude named Shirley yeah
0: that's a thing
1: Mm -hmm. I mean they had dudes named Ashley
2: there was a boy named Sue
0: (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ
2: so you're not wrong there's no, they all can't be winners, Eric. Sometimes I got to throw those out there.
0: Who was, uh, I think it was Scrubs that had the, the doctor that would call uh, Zach Braff's character, all, all the women names. Like whatever you say, Shirley.
1: Oh, uh, I think I know yeah, who you're talking Dr. about. Cox. Uh, I didn't really watch the show. Oh, so. dude, I
0: love Scrubs what? back in the day. Scrubs was my shit. It's a great show. I highly recommend you, you watch that.
1: I mean, if it's on a streaming service, I'm
0: it probably is
1: somewhere. So Shirley was hitchhiking as one does in the sixties to his parents' home in Mount Hope, and uh, that was the last time he was seen a young boy and his friends would stumble upon what they thought was a dead pig on a hillside in Wyoming County.
0: It was long pig, wasn't it?
1: They went to take a closer look at this, quote, pig, but quickly realized that it was actually a human torso.
0: There you go. Long pig.
1: It was wrapped with mining explosive wire. The kidney was removed and his heart had 19 small holes in it, similar to, uh, they compared it to a, a, what, a buckshot pattern spray Mm. buckshot or
0: birdshot
1: it said buckshot but i'm assuming it meant bird because the little pellets right
0: i would say birdshot
1: i don't really know the difference
0: gonna be like
1: that's like a hole
0: two big two or three big slugs like big balls where birdshot's like a bunch of little pellets
1: i'm assuming that thing because it said 19 small holes yeah i'm assuming birdshot then i don't know it said buckshot i went with it I I, right I assumed that they were knew what they were talking about, because I don't.
0: Yeah, I'm going to say it's birdshot.
1: Okay. We'll go with you. Anyway, so, uh, but there was nothing really to, like, confirm that it was birdshot.
0: Yeah, because if he got hit with buckshot, he...
1: There wouldn't be a whole lot left of him.
0: Uh, there right? would, but there's going to be... Uh, buckshot might have about six pellets in it. I might be thinking of something else, but still 19 holes is a lot. Small. Yeah. Like you're, you're looking at like shrapnel type of thing. Yeah. Which if it was an explosive that killed him, that's, that could be likely. It's, it was shrapnel that shredded him to pieces,
1: Hmm.
0: but I doubt the torso. if basically if he was blown up that way, I doubt the whole torso would be intact.
1: Yeah, I don't
0: know. And not not just with a gunshot wound, you know.
1: It turns out that Shirley was a sailor who'd been reported as AWOL, which is absent without leave, two weeks prior to. I'm not sure. Two weeks prior of his last.
0: I would say sighting. The, the discovery of his corpse. Okay, because it what just said it.
1: he had been reported as AWOL two weeks. prior beforehand gotcha the head legs and arms were never recovered
2: So they just had his torso
0: i wonder what What was it this guy did with the rest of the body parts
2: made puppets
1: that's one thing yeah i don't i don't
0: i don't i don't know about that christian
2: what arm puppets
0: Hand, hand modeling? Yeah. He's yeah. using the arms to he's hand model. He's trying to make with. a thing. Yeah. Like, wave.
2: <laughs> His neighbor's outside. Because I'm sure this is probably around the time when they were doing like the milk delivery. The milk delivery guy's out there. And he sees an arm wave. And he's like, oh, I want a nice neighbor. And it's just like, a severed arms. <laughs> doing that. Yep.
1: Yeah. He just wants some friends oh dear god on december 7th 1963 so this is like less than a month it's like a few weeks a week and a half maybe Mm. i don't fucking it up sergeant james lee haynes went missing he was last seen hitchhiking to his parents home in saulsville to deliver christmas presents The police believe he may have been killed by three men he'd gotten into an altercation with at a tavern the day he disappeared. It's speculated that the guys had hit him with their car in Raleigh County and buried his body in a large hollow in Wyoming County on Bolt Mountain. The search was performed at the area only to find his wallet and army dog tags there were some bloody rags found in a hollow tree stump.
0: Weren't his dog tags nailed to a fucking tree, though?
1: Yeah. There was a, like, a billfold found, but his wife, I think, is the one that was like, no, that's not his.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think the dog tags weren't actually his or something. something no, like the
1: that. bill, the wallet wasn't, but the army, army tags were. Okay. The dog tags. An arrest would be made in 1971, but all charges were dropped due to lack of evidence. So I'm assuming the three dudes. Yeah. So there is one suspect in this. That
0: was actually like taken in and questioned. Uh Uh-huh. But do we actually think it was him? Let's find out about him
1: um i'm anyway i'm gonna put a pin in that so in 1964 a man named hugh montgomery was arrested at a local hospital he would go into the hospital demanding them to hire him as a doctor and they were just like dude
2: get the hell out get out get out of here
1: um but he later returned with a sledgehammer and started breaking stuff just like, well, if you're going to hire me. That's a great way to do an interview. I mean. Yeah, you know,
2: this guy's got
0: gumption. We should hire him. He's resourceful. Yeah.
1: He's got something.
0: I mean, that's how I felt about this computer before we started this episode tonight. I was going to do uh, some computer work on it by beating it with a fucking hammer.
1: Uh, we'll do that after we finish recording.
0: Yeah, I'll make sure I upload the episode first.
1: Thank you. Um. The police would find three guns, a knife, and a duffel bag, and a meat grinder in his car and home.
2: What? Who keeps a meat grinder in their car?
0: In his home.
1: In his home. It Oh, was, okay. Like, they found it all the, in a search of his home and car. Everybody has a meat grinder in their house.
0: I wish I did.
2: But no, because then you're going to get suspected of murder.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, but I still want to make my own burgers so
2: okay as long as you're not human
0: yeah no yeah Joe. i haven't jumped the shark there yet guys i mean i know i'm doing the carnivore diet and shit but i haven't fully jumped the shark there
1: so this hugh montgomery had gone to medical school for one year and he was in the air force as a physician he did admit to several murders but he made a point that he wasn't the mad butcher He said people were after him and he had killed them in self-defense. Now, I don't know who he killed because it net source material never told me.
0: It almost sounds like schizophrenic. Maybe. Like severe paranoia. Like I'm going to kill people that are after me. and I don't know. It could be.
1: It was reported that he was in Ohio at the Air Force Base at the time of the disappearance Slash murder of Mike Rogers. Okay. The man was from the Fayette County area due to his wealthy family. When he was arrested and sent to a hospital to be examined, it was reported that he was diagnosed as being paranoid slash homicidal with homosexual tendencies.
0: Which should explain the dudes.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He was bounced around mental hospitals for several years, and according to a book, it was stated five torso murders have been in the areas he was in. But was he the mad butcher?
2: I don't feel like there was enough evidence. No. I feel like it's
0: it's very circumstantial.
2: Yeah. He just had probably a nervous breakdown.
1: I think...
0: All right. I want to know what you think, and I'm going to see if I'm along with you on this.
1: I think... That the Mad Butcher may or may not be the landlord slash owner of the 4-Minute Diner.
0: That's where I was And the
1: at. ones that were not at the 4-Minute Diner, were like seen there at all, connected to it, are not connected. I don't think. Okay. I don't think anybody. <laughs> so you think was it, it's. Three? Oh, yeah. Or, yeah. I think. Um
0: so it's about half and half.
1: Yeah, I I think that well, let me scroll back up.
0: Cause like we said the MO fucking changed.
1: Right. I think that Ernest Gwyn. hmm Stick. Uh yep. I don't think well my Mike Rogers wasn't connected at the four minute diner either right
0: it, it could be our suspect and the landlord <laughs> of the four minute daughter or somebody involved with the four minute daughter
1: i mean that's I, probably... def- I that that is too much of a coincidence i don't believe in coincidences but like that's too no, common true, of a denominator My true
0: crime brain doesn't allow me to believe in coincidences
1: because there's, there's no such thing as coincidences yeah. at all oh what a
0: quinky ding
1: mm, is it though it yeah. is, is it though? No, it I never mean is.
0: The, the really fucked up part of me wants to think it is uh, somebody at the 4-Minute Donner <laughs> fucking taking people and turning them into like meat.
2: Stop it. That makes sense.
1: But that wouldn't explain.
0: I mean, that's just me wanting that. It, yes,
1: it wouldn't explain the mining explosive wire because wouldn't you take meat from like the ribs and the, the, the booty?
0: Yeah. Well, you're going to take it off of fattier areas, right? If you're going to like grind it up into hamburger.
1: So uh, why would he blow up two bodies? Do they not have enough meat on him? Because one was in the military, right? Maybe oh that's tough? tough meat. Oh no no. no. That was Lou. Yeah. I don't he wasn't in the army. The
2: old one I'm getting them mixed up. Maybe he didn't use his body parts. I don't know.
1: The just all the torso. Found, all
2: they found was his head, right?
1: That was Mike. Oh.
2: Well gotcha. no, they found
1: the Esker.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh they found just his skull. Yep. And then Mike Rogers had chew marks on his heart and heart and liver, kidney and liver. and liver.
2: I mean sometimes you have to say
0: the offal.
1: The
2: what? The offal. Oh, oh, what
0: offal. What's the offal? Offal is organ meat. So like liver, heart, kidneys, lungs.
2: Why does it sound so fam- like the same as offal? Because it probably is awful. Pretty
0: close to being awful. I was saying, get mm, the bone marrow.
2: No, stop it, Harry. Get out of here with your shit.
1: Um, I don't know. I think. Well, no, because the sergeant guy with the torso that was found, he wasn't seen at the last minute, the four minute diner. Yeah. Neither was Lou, right?
2: Let me look back. I mean,
0: but, it could be, but realistically, it's definitely somebody that's hanging out at that fucking diner.
1: He so Lou was seen at the lot at the four minute lunch. I keep calling it a four minute diner, but it's a four minute lunch. Um But he was blown up. And then oh. Sergeant Haynes. All
0: right, well, that ruins my fun theory, but, yeah, I right, no, definitely no, think Haynes. it's somebody involved in that diner.
1: Oh, for sure.
2: Maybe it was, like, a drifter that came to that diner. Like as I mean, it definitely grounds. could be. It, it was, like, his uh, hunting grounds. like yeah. his,
1: where he met people at. Surely Gene Arthur is the one with the torso
2: that was found.
0: So it, it could be. I mean, it might not be the landlord. It might I'm going literally with be. i my theory
2: that it was a hunting ground. And if they were hitchhikers, then he would be like, oh, well, I'm leaving. I can give you a ride. And then, oh, I'm sorry. I've hacked off all your limbs.
1: Yeah. There is a case like that.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of them.
1: I believe that. There's one uh, case of, like, the just hacking off, like, oh, well, that I can literally, like, I Damn mean, it.
0: we had a local serial killer here in the area. They murdered a shit ton of hitchhikers, Wee Gaskins.
1: Oh, I forget about him. Yeah, yeah,
0: we need to cover him, but it's going to be a big fucking series when we do.
1: I keep forgetting about him. We need him. to cover
0: old Wee, the meanest man alive. Yeah. He's, Is he the meanest man alive? That's Well, that, that's the title he gave himself.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. His, book, his, his book's great, though. His book is very fucking fascinating.
1: Wasn't he cellmates with Rudolph Tyner?
0: I want to say so, but I'm not, I'm not going to.
1: Because he was also local. Um he killed a
0: guy on death row with an explosive radio.
1: Well, he murdered an elderly couple down off 707 at the Collins Creek Gas Station.
0: Yeah, mm.
1: That was one of the first cases I learned about in high school. Um, there's a Tiner Road off 707. I judge it every time I drive by it. Like, mm. how the fuck are you going to name a road after a murderer?
2: They're running uh, out of names. That's, it's, it's they not, really
1: they freaking are, dude. How, fame, tree, dude. how
2: many trees and loops and...
0: I mean, that's one way to get famous is be a famous murderer, dude.
1: Mm. That's why we're
0: talking about these people, these pieces of human refuse.
1: I'd rather be known for my shining personality.
0: There you go. We can We, we all have goals, Sam.
1: It's the trauma.
0: Yeah. All right, guys. Well, that's that's it for us for the Mad Butcher of Fayette County. I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. It's been very fun to get back into the swing of things. This week, Christian, if you would go ahead and do your weekly duties.
2: I'm so thankful for you guys, and um, I just want you guys to know that we do appreciate all of your love and, you know, support, and we appreciate your downloads and the comments that you guys leave. That being said, make sure you guys are interacting with us on our socials. We appreciate it. We love it. It makes us happy. It makes our day. Um, If you guys would feel so inclined when you do listen to the episodes, if you would mind leaving us a review, you can actually leave one on Apple Podcasts and also on Spotify. Um... If there's any cases that you guys have suggestions, this was already a request and we do take those. Hey, hey, DJ. We, DJ. we do take
0: requests. This was, this was a... We re- do, do those. requests um, request about two people last year.
2: That's crazy.
1: Yeah. I we did a good job.
2: It takes us a minute to get to it, but don't think that we don't see your request. And we it plan does not most
0: of the year out in advance. Yeah. So, I mean, we leave a few open gaps for like emergency episodes like it's you know if something big happens we're like yeah let's fucking cover that like project blue beam we bumped a thing to do project blue beam so stuff like that we'll make exceptions for but for the most part we plan out most of the year that way we have the the episodes kind of outlined where we want them and to give you guys the best listening experience we can
2: yep
0: so until next week guys Stay creepy.
2: And spooky. Bye. Bye.